Welcome to the Forrester Research Podcast. Hi, I'm Tom Pullman, Chief Marketing and Strategy Officer at Forrester Research, joined by James McQuivy today. James is a Vice President Principal Analyst at Forrester here. James, thanks for joining today. Thank you, Tom. Glad to be here. Appreciate the time. So you've authored a very popular book entitled Digital Disruption. It's funny, you mentioned the pervasiveness, but that kind of speaks to the challenge of how you rein this this thing in, right? I mean, it's it's everywhere. So how does a good old-fashioned B2B company, let's say, rein in this problem? Where does ownership sit ultimately? Is it the CEO? Mm. Well, this is going to be a huge mess for everybody for the next several years. I already am working with any number of companies who are thinking, oh, the solution is to make a, a chief digital officer, which may or may not work. It's not. There is no guarantee. Yes, make a chief digital officer and you're done. Because actually, you run the risk of ghettoizing digital at that mm -hmm. point, and everyone else in the organization can say, oh, digital's his or her job. I don't need to worry about it. And that's a mistake. But at the same time, if you don't put the focus somewhere and make it clear to the rest of the company that digital is priority now, then, yeah, everyone else is going to uh, to fail to, to grab this and work on it. So uh, it's not that there's one particular solution. But having said that, it is really clear that the organizations who adapt to digital best are the ones who make everyone from the CMO to the CTO feel like if they don't succeed in digital, the company fails. It has to be a shared responsibility. And yes, that is very problematic for most organizations. Don't know how to share these kinds of imperatives and don't really want to, frankly. Okay. So, so is that challenge, James, keeping this um, sort of a startup um, issue? I mean, it sounds like very you know, startups got to be eating this idea uh, every day, right? So Absolutely. It and it's been interesting because for years, I mean, I did my MBA in the early 90s and we talked about having an entrepreneurial mindset inside of large organizations. But the fact is, as an entrepreneur in a large organization prior to digital disruption, you just didn't have a lot of options. It still cost a lot of money to be disruptive. It still took all the political permissions that had to be in place, and most of the distribution partners that you would work with weren't going to behave in a mm -hmm. disruptive way. So having an entrepreneurial mindset 10, 20 years ago meant you had to leave and go be in a startup. Today, that's still the easiest path for someone who really wants to be disruptive. You really probably will go in a startup direction because it's easier. But now a big company can have all the same benefits of a startup by simply adopting the right digital tools and adopting the right mindset, a mindset of digital disruption, understanding your customers' end purposes rather than your own internal constraints. It's a, it's, a, it's a reversal of how you think as an organization about what you're doing. Big companies can do that too. They're just, they just have a lot harder time doing it than sure. a startup does. And we've actually done an inter interesting survey where we surveyed executives on a global basis to ask them how ready they are for digital. And we then split the answers by companies that have more than 1,000 employees, which is you know, every large company out there, of course. And uh, the answers were significantly worse if you have more than 1,000 employees. So not even just startups, but someone with 500 employees can do this a lot more easily than someone with five or 50,000 employees. But it doesn't have to be that way, and that's the whole point. It would be pointless for us to have written this book to then say, and big companies, sorry, you're out of luck. You sure. can't do that. Yeah. They can. It just takes a lot of political will, and it takes a, an openness to the fact that this is happening that didn't exist before now. I, I wonder if um, if part of their challenge, James, is they, they kind of pigeonhole uh, digital disruption into the con into the, the realm of just finding new sources of mm. revenue and competition. But yeah. as I hear you speak and as I read the book, 
I realized that that's just on the growth side of the ledger, but there's a lot of digital disruption capabilities on the cost side of the ledger in terms of finding new ways to be more efficient. You gave some good supply chain examples. Mm -hmm. Can you elaborate on that? Is, yeah. is it equal in both revenue and cost savings? Well, it turns out that every single function in the business can be digitally disrupted. In fact, it has to be because somebody somewhere out there in your competition is is changing either the way you get the job done or the way you distribute it or price it or market it. So um, yes, you not only can disrupt the cost side of the business as well as the growth and revenue side of the business, but you have to. And that's the beauty of it. I, I actually got a phone call from the uh, CIO of one of the world's largest cement manufacturers. And out of the blue, I thought, well, I don't know how I'm going to help this guy because you can't really digitize cement. Although later I found out there are some cool <laughs> things you can do with cement. But even in the short run, he said to me, look, all I'm doing is using digital, off-the-shelf digital tools, just standard smartphones, GPS, nothing he had to invest in that was particularly advanced to just keep track of the raw materials that they source from more than 90 countries. And by doing that, they're able to reduce loss and reduce fraud in their supply chain by tens of millions of dollars a year. Now, in order to do it, he had to spend single-digit millions, but the savings is already many times more than that small investment. He says, now, once I've got an eye, a, a view of my supply chain and I have more control over it, then I can start thinking about what I might do to grow the business and change the relationship of how we deliver the end product to our construction customers. He said, but we can't really even do that until we get a hold of the supply chain, and we're going to use digital to do that. James, always a pleasure. Thanks so much for Thank the time. Thank you, Tom. This has been a Forrester Research Podcast. For information on how we can help you become a digital disruptor, go to forrester.com slash disruption.